0: All right, thanks so much for joining me, Andrew. Can you please tell us a little bit more about who you are and what your business does?
1: Yep, sure. So my name is Andrew Glinsos. I've been involved in the SEO industry now for 13 years um, and my business focuses on providing exclusive digital marketing services, in particular SEO and social media Um On an exclusive level, so we don't actually work with our clients' competitors, and we want to stay small for that reason. Like we just don't want to have too many, a a huge amount of clientele. We just want to be more of a boutique agency and provide uh, Australia's best in SEO. It's
0: awesome. So, for those just starting out in business, because a lot of um, people starting out um, and listening to my podcast are, you know, entrepreneurs or business owners that you know, are probably a little bit new to SEO. Um, So can you just uh, break it down a little bit for the everyday person to understand what SEO is?
1: Yeah, sure. So search engine optimization is a process of virtually improving your search engine rankings on Google and on Bing and on the other little minor search engines that no one ever cares about. So in particular, whatever people are searching for, you know let's say it's lcd tvs you want to be ranking on the first page and you're on that first page you'll pr- you probably want to be ranking in the top 3 positions because four fifths to down to 10th is very gets the the drop in, in in clicks is 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 substantial so you really want to be able to build a a backlink profile you want to which I'll get into later on but you actually want to have you want to improve your domain authority and user experience to get you on the first page for as many related and targeted keywords as possible
0: yeah i guess that yeah that really sums it up in a nutshell um get on google so people will find you essentially um all right so yeah. <laughs> what do you think are some of the best ways are uh, to reach good to great seo good to great
1: good seo would always be seo that's providing a return on investment based on the amount of input you're putting in and great seo will be crush those numbers but also think more on along the lines which i'll get into of user experience that that is essentially the most important component of the seo process so gr- good seo would be seo that obviously you, you're you're uh essentially measuring your own SEO success, what you're putting in, what you're getting out is greater than what you're putting in, obviously. But great SEO goes a little bit further and starts uh, getting into more in-depth content marketing strategies. gets more in-depth into user experience um, and really engaging highly with a target audience and becoming a thought leader in your space in a nutshell.
0: Awesome. So, what do you think are some of the steps that, um, you know, someone just starting out can take to really improve the SEO themselves before they obviously engage in someone to help them, which would probably be something they're looking into investing a little bit further into their business. But what do you think some of the things that they can do now to easily, you know, improve their SEO? Uh,
1: I only get this question asked about a thousand times Mm -hmm. a day. Um, So to do your own SEO, Really, you just first and foremost, it's a mindset, right, so you need to start thinking about what makes sense for the customer, and then everything then branches downwards from there so if when you think about the customer you'll you work out okay, how can I build my own content? Why should I have a fast website? A lot of what Google's actually trying to do is making is, is really providing Sites that are going to best serve what their own customers are searching for on Google. So as long as you're starting off with the right mindset, is does my website meet the brief and expectations and intent of what my customers are looking for on the website? If they are, then at least you're along the lines of of uh, implementing better SEO strategies. So, for example, Google now um, you know gives sites that are quick. And easy to download on mobile. uh, A boost if the website design looks great on mobile. That also gives you a minor boost. What I tell my clients, I tell my clients whether they're they're existing clients, previous clients, potential clients, it's it's a game where we think about the client and the customer first. That's the that's the the mindset, and then work out okay. Why should I provide a good user experience? Because Google gives us better rankings on Google. Well, that doesn't make any sense because then you're always playing catch up to google Mm -hmm. so work out okay does my website design make sense on mobile for the people that i'm trying to reach Mm -hmm. so doing your own seo obviously then we will get into like tips and strategies on how to find content but google actually tells you what people are asking for generally within your industry if you know how to find it and first of all starting off with actually writing content look let's be real Uh, So many sites I see these days have a blog where it's all about the company news. Mm -hmm. It's all about Bob getting a promotion. Let me be real. No one cares about the fact that Bob got a promotion in your sales department. No one cares. Okay. No one cares about Bob and definitely no one cares about the fact that Bob got a promotion. Right. So, (laughs) so building a blog to say, okay, does this blog and even maybe blogs aren't even the right word sometimes, but having a section on the site where what are, what are the expectations, and what questions? Yeah, is my target is my target audience searching for? Mm. It might be within. I've got a jewelry client, so that's what's in my head now, right? Mm-hmm. So, things like white gold versus platinum. So, producing that content, producing that content on YouTube, um, and then. So I don't want to get into too specifics until we get into that, but. What a lot of misconceptions about SEO is, people think of it as a sales tool rather than a marketing tool. There's a big difference between trying to marry my wife on the first date approach to let's build, let's sort of build an engagement first. Let's build trust through our content, through what we deliver, what we give and think about the customer first. So the people that have landed on your website go, I'm getting an experience where this brand feels like they actually care about me, then that trust barriers increase and the skepticism decreases and then they're more likely to convert. SEO is definitely a very conversion-friendly tool, which what I mean by that is people come to your website and fill out the inquiry form or buy something from you. But it shouldn't only it shouldn't, it should be used more with the marketing mindset of I'm trying to capture in my target audience, build a great experience, and then get them to engage with the site. And engagement's like a first date right? So I always use the dating analogy because it makes (laughs) sense, right? So yeah, so normally what I would do is I would go then and reach out and say, okay, to my clients, let's build content that we believe, yeah, first, what are people searching for? And then how do we deliver on the experience? How do we get them to ask a question? So engagement is, can be anything that engages, whether it's a, uh, sorry, it could be a contact form inquiry, could be a live chat start. You just want you just want to build a website that encourages people to make the first contact. Mm. So it doesn't necessarily mean they're ready to buy now. So if you're building a content about white gold versus platinum, and we can get into the intricate details of sort of what does great content look like, but um, then once they're on that site, then allow, like prompting them and, and that content needs to be written and, and, and structured. Even you might want to include uh, bring in video content from YouTube, but you want to, you actually want to do everything you can to try to get that person to either leave a comment to ask a question live chat whatever the case may be um and there's so much i'll go but i, I can go on that rabbit trail <laughs> but i'll just stop there
0: yeah that's yeah no that is that's awesome because that is exactly you know, the things that I tell people all the time and you know SEO is a, it's creating sustainable business. It's creating a long-term strategy for your business to help, you know, boost your brand awareness and, and convert. So that, that's awesome. I think that really sums it up. We always get lost um, with SEO. You know, I love people and you, you say this all the time is people saying, I want to be on paid one of Google now (laughs) and you say that's you know it's long term we can't we can't do it overnight and you talked about you know black hat seo um a lot of in some of your content that you've produced and it's just you can't there's no quick fix it's you know long-term strategy and i guess that's where content marketing comes in as well with seo and they they play hand in hand together so um going into that content marketing
1: yep sorry
0: sorry, sorry no no you go
1: content marketing without user experience is like a car without an engine. <laughs> yeah. So if people can't navigate and and and, 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 and get a great experience from the website, you can write content to your blue in the face. Yeah. Of writing content is writing content is definitely a huge part of SEOs, you know, yeah. but I, I always place user experience at the top of that list. Yeah. And getting the mindset, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know when you you touched on asking you know engaging with your with your customers and what they want um i think we always assume and we create a lot of content on assumption um but without yeah like you said that user experience asking people what they want you know doing the research which um i know you've got great tips on that um to actually see what people want to know and what people are asking for and creating content around that rather than creating content around selling like you said and promoting Bob, Um, so.
1: (laughs) No one one cares about Bob.
0: Bob. Um, So how can people measure whether their SEO is up to scratch or not?
1: Well, obviously installing tools like Google Analytics and Google Search Console, Uh, look, this is a ton of content out there already Mm -hmm. on how to install Google Analytics and how do I even know that I've got Google Analytics installed? Because sometimes developers will build sites and they will either forget to install Google Analytics or they might install it, but they're not even bothered telling their clients that it's installed. So first of all, make sure you get Google Analytics uh, installed first and then locate the organic search tab uh, Mm -hmm. within Analytics and measure how much organic traffic is your website generating. Yeah, and really it depends how long your site has been around depends upon how much content and user experience but really focusing on okay what are the goals and objectives do I want to set mm-hmm. I'm getting to think that this podcast is really centralized uh, central around people that want to sort of do their own SEO sort of thing yep. so I would always set your do exactly so I press the button <laughs> always <laughs> press always uh like work out what are your own goals and objectives are that if you if you were yeah. to work with any SEO, that's really the first important part. You'd be surprised how many SEOs don't have this conversation with their clients. Mm-hmm. What does a successful campaign look like for you in 12 months? Yeah. If it's not measured, it can't improve. Mm-hmm. So what are you trying to achieve first and foremost? Where are you at currently? No, knowing those stats, knowing how much inquiries that SEO is generating currently. And this this is all the micro sort of and like, the micro sort of level, you know, um, like strategies and research and analysis, but mm-hmm. just working out. Okay, how much effort do I need to put in to reach this in twelve months? Yeah. And I, I, I want to go back just quick on the last question that ties into this is when we, when I was working with another jeweler for ten years that I don't work with anymore. The reason that we got first for. Uh, engagement rings mariah wasn 't the fact that we sort of focus on that keyword to try to build strategies around that key keyword i actually into i focus purely on improving the user experience in that time more than i worried about ranking first for engagement rings yeah and so depending on depending on how far along your it's because there's so many different answers to this depending on where the client's at how aggressive their market is um you know how long they've been like how long has their website been up and running so there's a lot of unknowns that i need to know to provide a more specific answer But in general generally the the amount of um like what you should be targeting for is for most sites getting on the first page for something like engage at rings is going to take an incredible large amounts of time as you mentioned mm-hmm. it's not even just time it's where do i put my focus in in the short ter- short to midterm mm-hmm. and i would focus around long tail volumes I, I i do this for it doesn't matter how you could be tiffany i still would pr- produce this strategy anyway and it just makes sense going back to what i said about user experience and searcher mm-hmm. intent but producing a lot of content around engagement rings a lot of content around wedding rings a lot of content that's even a long like how do i clean the engagement ring There's questions like people ask should i even <clears throat> should i even propose with it without a can, oh, can i propose without an engagement ring which is crazy but there's a lot of people that search for that um, so you know it, it produce i think depending upon where a mm-hmm. specific website is will then determine how important that strategy is yeah but i was I'll tell clients and this is like for everybody to know like Try not to go for the. the Takeaway from this is don't go for the ultra aggressive, the, the really um the big keywords in an industry. If you're a small fish in a big pond,
0: mm. yeah. So absolutely. there's so
1: much there's so much questions and content out there for everyone to get a piece of the pie. Don't try to take the whole pie when you're just yeah. new to the table.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a, you know a really good a point that you've touched on. I think you know we might be. um search we might be trying to generate content around a keyword that's just too heavy there's just too much traffic around it and if you think about mm-hmm. it and but creating content as you've said to actually inform and educate your audience rather than just trying to rank for google and you said you know you focused just on creating that engagement and creating that um you know user experience and and you know google rewards you for that so mm-hmm. i think it's really important when we're going. For but SEO, why does-
1: why does Google reward why does Google reward you? Not because Google likes you yeah, right, or favors anyone. Right. Google Google favors you because you are delivering on the searchers' intent. Yeah. yeah. From a Google business model, all they care about is someone going to Google, typing in a keyword, finding what they want, and not clicking back repeatedly. Because mm. if Google if Google supplies a set and this is this is only going to increase which with machine learning and artificial intelligence. But if if you click on a search result, you land on a website and you click back, that that's that bothers Google a lot. And when yeah. you rank first, when you rank first for a keyword like engagement rings, even though we ranked first for three years above Michael Hill, above Tiffany, above Prouds, above the big guys, it wasn't as great as people might think. I bet you it wouldn't be as great as our competitors thought it would be because when someone clicks on our first on our on our uh, it's very hard to judge their own searcher intent mm. if we, we create a piece of content that is like how do i clean a diamond ring we can find out their intent really quickly and deliver on that and then the user experience comes okay now they've got their answer because this can also happen when you're very specific they get the answer and they leave the site right yeah, yeah. so um so it's user experience comes in and and, and design and and, and, and uh, conversion optimization or whatever uh comes in and then looks at how do we get that person to to get to the next article without them clicking back to google because whether it's specific or not it's it's they can go back but when it's a keyword like engagement rings the the searcher intent is all over the place so we will definitely judge it by the majority obviously they want to come on the website and see beautiful bright engagement rings they but what i'm what i'm trying to say is in Depending on the industry you're in, even rank when we rank first for that keyword, people would still want to go back and see what the competitors are offering. Just because Mm. that's just the nature of jewelry. Everyone wants to make sure they're getting the best bang for buck. And I think that's where user experience is so important to for a business to reduce the fact that people are still going to go back and look at their competitors and see what what else I can get. That's a very big part of marketing. That's the marketing that I'm in love with, Mariah. Not trying to just sell on the first date. Mm. Yeah, getting people building Treating that relationship 100 like and and, yep. and yeah and providing a, a, I, I don't know i'm a bit of a romantic marketer that's
0: what <laughs> we love it we love it yeah. um yeah i, I like couldn't agree more. And I think, you know, we're in this, um, I spoke about this yesterday with someone we're in this, um, generation now where we, we want to educate ourselves before we make decisions. We want to know that exactly that decision that we're making is going to benefit us in the long term. So that is why we're hitting back and we're searching other sites and we're, we're just building our knowledge. And if I always say to my clients, if, if you can be a resource hub for um, your target audience, they're just going to kind of keep coming back to you. might not be to purchase straight away, but it might be just to find out more information and, and you know, educate themselves. And if you're providing that education, you know, it's a, a matter of time before they start buying from you because they see you as just a resource.
1: And my head just exploded. I mean, you can even like getting people onto the site, you can always use other, other marketing tools outside yeah. of SEO to retarget them back onto your website later on. Mm. Um, so with with the jewel i was the amount okay yes the one good thing that we 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 did outside of seo was to use retargeting campaigns whether that's through social media whether that's through google adwords that's a little bit off topic
0: yeah but, but, works um, together.
1: but yeah so yeah. you can don't just try to use seo as only as a retargeting tool when it's it's where it's really a branding and uh, first and foremost and then you can use other online marketing tools to say okay especially facebook does this with audience segmentation and you can actually get people to come back on the website that you can actually target ads just on people that have visited your website in the last 60 days yeah or 100 you know so you can get them back again later on but it's it's getting it on there having a great experience even if they do leave yeah they will remember you because everyone remembers if you know a good experience generally. Yeah. But so if then, they had like a good experience on the site, people remember that.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I it can. goes back to I go- sorry I'll show no no go excited. go no I love Thank I you. love your excitement
1: <laughs> it goes back to about not not caring about Bob and caring more about the people that that website is delivering Bob's yeah. going to get hammered in this corner right? <laughs> there's just no way around it Bob's going to get hammered right <laughs> because I, it drives me nuts how many times I see this person got promoted or let's welcome the new team member come on guys have a cake internally and forget about it or have a PR campaign on social media and then have yeah, a cake do all that fluff that even on social media not people care about, but it's a sales tool, right? But yeah. on SEO, on the blog, no one cares about that. So so going back to, you know, producing, focusing on the customer, it, that's what I'm saying. It all, It's all of a mindset, but at least the takeaway that I'm going to drill home with the mm-hmm. audience is I need to start thinking about my customer first. If they're not even thinking along those lines, mm-hmm. then they'll never produce great SEO because great SEO only ever cares about the user first.
0: Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And I love that you've touched on that because I think, you know, what I've been talking about my last couple of weeks um, is doing that, that target research and actually finding out who your customer is, what they're engaging with, you know, um, and how to actually, you know, create content that's beneficial to them. If you're creating content that you think you'd like if you were them, well, you know, you're never going to reach the right people because you're not really getting into the minds of, of your customer and your your client. So, um, touching on that, that kind of leads into you know how does ta- content marketing help with SEO? And I know you've spoken about this a lot, but I just want to know if there's anything else you have to add about you know the content marketing game and SEO and how how they complement each other.
1: Yeah, big time. Um, look, content marketing is a voice in a very noisy world. Mm. So, if you're not even content, it gives you the opportunity to speak. Whether that con- that content might look different on your social media. It'll look different on different on, on, on for SEO terms. Um, YouTube and the blog content is very hand-in-hand. Hand. The content I like to produce on TikTok is very different than my own SEO content. Mm. So content marketing, even within itself, is very in-depth and it depends upon the medium. But it gives every business an opportunity to have a voice in a noisy world. If you're a small business, it just means that you're going to have to speak the loudest. and. Yeah not just ramble on and talk about Bob, right? But actually, actually, like um, everyone can look up. the. This is even outside of SEO. Uh, I had a painter call me. I don't know if I told you this, but he's on Instagram. He called about, I don't know, like a year and a half ago now. And he said, look, I can't afford SEO. What, what else can I do myself on mm. social media or SEO? I actually said to him, you're a painter yeah i go look at the moment mate just build your brand on instagram and facebook and forget yep. about SEO at the moment right yeah i think you know so what he did was he said okay so how do i do that how do i build content what's my content marketing strategy yeah i said because I, I went on about how important content marketing is yeah so i don't need to repeat myself but um if you they can look them up it's instagram.com forward slash rx underscore painters Okay. Um and he went yeah he went from like 200 people now I think he's got he's got he's got like 3 000 followers this guy uh-huh. took everything that I said and just yeah. ran with it and actually created his own strategy and personality which is important so what yeah. I said to him every time you go to a job Howard every time you go to a job that's a piece of content yeah because people like me that I I don't even know like I'm a marketer but that's it I don't know anything else I can't <laughs> like I, I'm learning how to like screw my toilet seat on straight right like like that's how crazy i i got no idea right i'm not a handyman but any stretch of the imagination other outside of marketing i know very little about how anything else works but <laughs> people like me are your target audience so even if you even if even if i'm even if, uh, your people that aren't your target audience would find <clears throat> what you have to say interesting so every time you go to a job instagram's only a minute yeah with IGTV or 15 minute clips go yeah. to a job. And talk how uh, talk about how awesome you are without actually saying how awesome you are. Yeah. So that, yes. that's the that's the show your expertise and your and, and uh, like he he went to every single job, Mariah. Every single job recorded. He He's got it.
0: heaps of content. It's awesome.
1: Uh, I know. He, he, he absolutely. He and I said to him, look, you know, every time you go to a job, that's a piece of content. Just split yeah. it up make it look a little bit different on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is his main profile. Yeah. It doesn't, he's, he's got a strategy for LinkedIn, which I've got to have a chat with him. He isn't really working for him people, but just to refine that a little bit and remember that the LinkedIn audience are CEOs, marketers, they're professional. They just want yeah. to see the fact that you can actually help save time and that you're a great painter. Yeah. And what can painting, what can, what can improve, um, uh, what can a brand new, uh, coat of paint, due to the value of my home like just structure the content yeah. a little bit different from linkedin but on instagram man go wild the guy was yeah, actually about a year ago he came up he came up six months after we had that conversation he got back in touch and said man i'm absolutely swamped so How with inquiries he's swamped with inquiries he couldn't even i said to him can you when i was selling my apartment i'm like howard can you come and paint i, I actually thought everything that i gave him but hey i didn't mention this i'm like can you paint my balcony for free, considering how busy you are now?
0: <laughs>
1: um, and basically, he said no, so I had to paint it myself. That's how busy the guy was. Oh my and God. I, had to sell, I had to sell my, I had to sell my, uh, my apartment in, in like in two months. So I had to get out as fast as possible. So I could, I had to do it myself. And by watching his videos on, oh, what primer to use, what technique yeah. to use what you know and then you know what he did mariah which i thought was absolutely go, dude you are a market you don't even know it yeah he actually he's so had amazing. a he actually had a virtual beer on friday and, and he tagged me and he's like you know credit to andrew blah 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 i'm like i'm sorry man i don't drink alcohol what do you and he goes okay what do you drink kombucha he changed his, his virtual beer and kombucha on friday
0: oh my god and i, I did, love uh, it
1: and and that's the content strategy that first and foremost is all about the audience, and the funny thing is that a lot of the people that comment on—well, I don't know so much now because I don't really follow him as closely as I did before. The guy's is is just in his own world now. I'm not going to let him do his thing. I don't need to interrupt him. He's he's got a he's got a hold on it, but uh, his training rules are off a long time yeah. ago. But a lot of painters, his competitors, comment a lot.
0: Wow. And a lot
1: of his competitors, a lot of his competitors have been influenced yeah. by him.
0: I see.
1: He's like, I he's see turn, this. Yeah. He's, he's turning into an influencer. If he grows. And then people ask me, how do I become an influencer? Um, well, you don't, you don't become an influencer by thinking, how do I become an influencer? It, yeah, an influencer. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, that's not, it's thought leadership, but that's not how you become an influencer. But, um, he will become an influencer and when he, and I'm very sure he's not far away from these big companies sponsoring him like Dulux and yeah. all the other oh, painting great. brands. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because he just goes and uses all these same brands. He talks about what brushes to use, what's yeah. a good brush to use. He's not getting paid to do any of that. No, he should. But he'll build an audience. He'll yeah. build an audience by giving away the free tips to the point where people are going to start following him at a, at a rate where the big companies just, when they wise up to how important when Dulux realizes how important it is for Howard to start talking about Dulux Paint. Oh yeah. Maybe they maybe they really don't understand how important that is. His audience are not only people like me, but a lot of his competitors. A lot of mm. other painters are also his followers, right? Yeah. Sure. which I think is which I think is crazy to think about how much influence he has. Yeah. when Dulux wakes up and there's another big brand I got in my head, I just can't remember the name. I, I, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. When they realize how important it is, like they're crazy not to throw him, throw him some coin. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's he's been doing. Like I just looked; he only started in like late 2018, mm-hmm. um, like maybe September. Yeah, so I think it was. So, how amazing is that? Like that is so, a, such. Everyone needs to check out Howard's stuff and actually look at what he's doing and implement it into their own business because that is just amazing
1: the best marketing is common sense marketing, but thinking about the user first.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that story so much. That is so good. And (laughs) that is just a perfect example of content marketing. And you don't have to spend big money. Like he's literally just done it on his iPhone and just, showed up every day and shows what he's doing like well
1: no you know. one has any excuses mariah like the, no. the devices now are ridiculous like i said we, we talked about this call before we, we went we recorded how like a hundred bucks gets you a microphone yeah. uh, look i the only reason, i don't like iphones but the reason that i recommend it is just all the audio equipment <laughs> seems to work better on my phone. <laughs> so it's like so it's not very hard to get a microphone and get someone to record you on the job the whole trading um aspect is sort of there's so much content. Like my father-in-law is like a 35 year old, a 35 year experience. I'm 35 years old. 35. <laughs> he's been doing tiling for 35 years. Yeah. Right? And the amount of content he has on his phone, he just takes photos. And I'm like, yeah, but you're only showing me, man. Like, yeah, absolutely. this is a, t- this is a tiler from Italy and they don't make okay. him like that anywhere else in the world. Yeah. And, and, and like, it's just unbelievable amount of w- the work that he does. I'm like, but no one knows, but us
0: yeah exactly and yeah
1: but yeah, but teaching an old dog new tricks, but it's, it's <laughs> what I want the audience to take away from Howard is there's a lot you can do, yeah, for your own content as long as you have the right mindset of because I told Howard, forget about I think you know how the the reason he's so busy is because he's not even asking to be busy
0: yeah absolutely. he's not, he's not asking he's not asking the content
1: creating the but creating yeah. the content that matters yeah. i I don't think just creating content like because uh, you can create content about Bob
0: yeah yeah absolutely. that's another the thing difference. i want people to re- yeah, yeah.
1: yeah yeah i told you bob's yeah. getting hammered so <laughs> so if focusing first and foremost on what what delivers to my target audience that's yeah that's i'm just going to hammer that uh, to people go shut up andrew like stop saying that so yeah and then they're going to get true. people <laughs> yeah and it's, then start thinking cool. okay what's my howard story
0: yeah and like howard created his own strategy we, we all have you know we can all do that and I think, you know, what we don't like understand is, and we forget is we spend time with our target audience daily. If we're showing up on Instagram or if we're doing client work, we all we need to do is just ask the question. What do you want to know more about? Like, what are your problems? What are your troubles? You know, I've said in like the, my current full-time job, um, in terms of creating content, we have people across the country talking to clients and customers every single day what are they asking you? What are their pain points and create content around that? Like you said about painting, like what, what primer do I need to use? Like, you know, where do I begin? Where's the best place to buy paint? How do I pick my colors? Like how is creating all that content? Because he knows that's what people want to know. And he knows that because he works with them every day. He talks to his clients. So.
1: he just And the thing is, look, he's got a great personality, which, Mm for social media is important. Yeah. But if you if you don't if you if you like if you try yourself folks I think everyone has the ability. Look, if you're creating it, it's better I'm so sorry, I keep getting all these notifications. If if you if you can't afford anybody, at least start creating content around the user first. That's yeah. always going to be important. But if you if you're like me that I suck at writing content, I'm as you know, I'm much better at speaking then, audio podcast seems to be my best medium. Yeah, of course. but even that, right? You can speak for half an hour and get it transcribed. You can talk yeah. for half, you know, it, and get someone like Mariah to to either transcribe it because I suck at writing. Or either get you to write a content, draft something up, um, and then get someone like you to come in and fill in all the gaps or whatever. Like there's so much opportunity for people out there. Yeah, but to, to start, but if you're not creating content. And if you're not thinking about how do I improve the design, like SEO is going to matter a lot more in terms of user experience than on social media. So social media is a different social media platforms are looking after the user experience. You just have to create the content that matters most to your audience. And then, but on SEO, there's a lot more to think about because it's your website, not YouTube. It's your website, not Instagram. So you have to think about all the other finer details that go along with improving user experience. And and thinking about that design, you know, great design doesn't mean it's functional design yeah. and that's the gentle balance, which yeah. maybe it's another day for another podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, it's, it's interesting. Cause I think, you know, we, we do spend a lot of time, you know, building up our social media, but we also can't forget that our website is our shop. If we don't have a shop, your website is your store. So you wouldn't yeah. just leave your store with no, no products on the shelves. You wouldn't leave your store messy. You wouldn't, you know, because that's not going to help if someone's looking to buy, they're going to go to your website, you know, and you know, you're not, they're not going to buy from you on Instagram unless you have like, it's very hard for someone to actually physically buy from Instagram. They're obviously going to go to a different platform, which is mainly your website. So if your website is outdated and doesn't have content on there, then people aren't going to know what you have to offer. So and then
1: also, a big part of the SEO, I don't know if we want to talk about it now because I know we're going to probably be running out of time, um, is when you do produce content for SEO, it's not so much an issue with social media, but with SEO, when you build your content, <clears throat> trying to work out how do I get people to link to it, link building mm-hmm. and, and point one way, and I mean, I don't want to say that, one way links to your website, not reciprocal going two ways. Um, for SEO, it, it might make sense in some some aspects to link to a to a supplier that then links back to you at times that makes sense to do that Mm. but um you're going to need a lot of one-way links to your website so how to so the strategy that and if you think that's difficult for the common person it's difficult for seos let me be honest (laughs) like because everyone like when i started 30 years ago people were driving ferraris and, and renting it out as if it was a toyota corolla they would not know the value of a link. Now people were driving Toyota Corollas and renting it out as if it's a Ferrari, <laughs> right? Because people understand now the value of a link. Yep. So the values of links have gone up substantially, which is changing the landscape massively within the SEO community. Mm-hmm. A lot of SEO people that I started with in SEO, when these big Google algorithms updates came out, probably around twenty. 2012, 2013, 2014, these big algorithmic updates came out that squashed the idea of just manipulating uh, um, the Google search algorithm using a very sophisticated black hat SEO strategy that will get results. And then Google released, uh, and look, Google hasn't done a perfect job. People can still get around it but it's like forging a great it's like forging the mona lisa There are so many people that can forge a mona lisa rather than paint their own which is crazy like paint they're so good at painting but they're spending time forging rather than actually spending time creating their own thing which is just mind-boggling yourself but anyway so there's a lot of talented blackhead that will try to get around that algorithm that that um that google's algorithm and quality and, and and sort of a spam detection uh software but you know it's not like what it used to be in twenty. So a lot of SEOs that I started with are, are gone and they just yeah. left the industry. Yeah. Uh, so getting links and even within SEO separates the men from the boys, like it's and the girls from the ladies. If I want to be politically correct, <laughs> right? So like the, a lot of the top SEOs will sort of um, will have their own. Sh- Strategies, and I would say it doesn't matter how great your SEO is at at coming up with legitimate white hat strategies to get links to your website. If 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 the end game isn't to generate links naturally on on a on a web on on its own, you are you are just always going to play catch up, and 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 you never, which is what our slogan says: unleash our clients' maximum potential. That's what we're trying to do at all times, Um, and so. It's if you look at any successful business in the Fortune 500 or any successful uh, website or business on Google that is ranking in competitive industries, I can tell you, Mariah, they have a very sophisticated. Obviously, they've got a lot of brand. Like if you're Tiffany, you've got massive brand awareness and exposure. Mm. But the end game, even with for SEOs, and this is a huge, huge takeaway, even for SEOs, I think, in my opinion, is. If you're not building strategies and campaigns and outreach to get links naturally on their own mm-hmm. it, as an end game, you're you're completely being disingenuous because everything we do from a link building perspective is only supplementary. Yeah. So if you if a client produces a piece a piece of great content, let's say you're a wedding venue and you're talking about the top six suppliers, you might show a florist, you might show um, like a picture, you're not linking to them, but you're just mentioning their business name. You're mentioning a photo about uh, a photo about who, like who they are. Some content, a brief, blah blah. blah. You mention the photographer, the videographer. You mention like whatever, and then you say, "Look, I'm not linking to you guys, but we have we are promoting your your business name mm-hmm. and on our website." Then you can approach those those companies and say, "Look, if you want to link to us, let's say the list is ten, and yep. you can then the everyday." business owner of a website can then go, okay, well, I've just mentioned these 10 great suppliers on a blog post that we deal with and that mm-hmm. we recommend because obviously mm-hmm. they're our suppliers or whatever. Maybe I'm going to ask them to see if they want to link to that article. And generally uh, they might yep. because it's like, it's promoting, look, this wedding venue is a massive venue. So it also depends on your own brand awareness. That, like that's where the, yeah. the building strategy becomes advanced. It becomes actually I've generated probably an extra 500 links. By working out who's mentioning my clients' names and not linking to us, and then writing a very polite email saying thank you so Mm -hmm. much for featuring this client, we really appreciate it. But we just noticed that you're not linking. uh, There's no link to our website that your users can click through to because it's going to make it all about them. Yes, yes. They're linking to us, right? That's the strategy. Yeah, it is about them that they can click through to. If you if you wouldn't mind adding a link here, how here's the link thank you so much we yeah. highly appreciate it. yeah let me tell you that mm. is tiresome it's yeah. tedious it, it just sometimes i want to strangle myself but, but it works it, but at it like you won't get everybody yeah of course uh, but how that be, this is where real world business strategy and entrepreneurship matters mm. because if you're good to your suppliers and you've got a leadership team this is what i say within seo this is a big part of seo working with clients that are that are really great entrepreneurs as I found in my 13 years makes a big, big difference, Mm. right? It makes or breaks the campaign. Um, So when I, when I, this company has got such a great reputation that when I do do all this email outreach, they come back and say, oh, wow, yeah, of course I would deal with that company. They're fantastic. Oh, we love them. And I'll mention the owner's name. He, you know, we love working with you guys. So yeah. even yeah. outside the in the real business world, if you're good to those people, then they're more likely to link to you. And that's where SEO and entrepreneurship, which I talk about the importance of connecting those bridges, getting the most out of the entrepreneurs. But that's going into more SEO-specific from an owner perspective, yeah. figuring yeah. out mentioning you. And, yeah, you know, following up links. And it's so funny you say that,
0: yeah, because um, I listen to a lot of Neil Patel's content, and yeah. he he still does it. <laughs> he still emails people when he's he's um linked to them. He's like, it, you know, it takes time, but it works. And there's no, you know, there's no quick quick way to get around it. You've just got to put in those little one percenters that you know really build build your links. Um, and I think that's a really, you know, some people are like, yeah, but how do I do that? And you've just got to build those connections with the people. That you you're can build
1: connections and then you can use, uh, there's a tool called mentions.com, oh, which will, yep. which, will, uh, will, will, I think you mentioned, uh, you want to discuss tools and stuff. So yep. there's like a mentions.com. I think it is, uh, hang on. No, maybe it's mention. I like to do this manually myself, but yeah. I, but I'm just a nut. I like to do things. Uh, it's called mention. <laughs> sorry. Mention.com. Um, and, uh, that if you can subscribe, it is a, it is a, it does have a, um, a a price to it, but if you don't, if you don't have the SEO skills to sort of use advanced operators in Google and finding out your own stuff, this is probably the quickest way. And like, I'll probably go back to use it anyway, eventually, because, you know, it does, it does help a lot. Um, I found it very useful in my time and that, that will give you links um, brand mentions, and then you just can go and follow up, okay, does this website does, that's that's linking to, that's mentioning me are they linking to me and then if yeah. they're not, you just email an outreach yeah but all, all these strategies at the end of the day like this this all ma- like you can do this it doesn 't matter whether you're a fortune 500 yeah. or if you 're a small business, probably better if you are for because there'll be more brand mentions but yeah. it all starts with user experience and content
0: yeah and building,
1: absolutely. And, and building relationships and digitally networking.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you summed up really well. So, as we as we come to the end, I really want to know um, some of the myths that you come across with SEO that people. Um, I know you've got you've mentioned a few in the past, but what are what are the myths around SEO that people probably think? Oh yeah, the, you know this is my idea of SEO, and it's you know just either changed or not true.
1: That that Bob can do your SEO for five hundred <laughs> bucks. Yeah. Right, right. Bob can't do your SEO for five hundred bucks. Not good SEO anyway. Yeah. Um, I, some of the myths now, look, a lot of, a lot of SEOs will, a lot of companies now, they do talk about the importance of content marketing. Um, but anything under a thousand bucks, I would probably prefer, uh, your audience listening to yourself, listening to Neil Patel, yeah. um, and listening to Brian Dean, listen to some of the top SEOs and do your own. Um, yeah. Uh, I think the, that would be the best takeaway that you can. The myth that you can't do your SEO is, a, is 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 not true. You can. It's just it's going to be very you know tiresome and 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 you're going to have to work long hours to learn it. Um, also, there's not cheap SEO is bad SEO. It's cheap any SEO that does not involve you as a business owner. Anyone that says hey, in other words, they won't say this directly, but it sounds appealing to a lot of the clients, and they've got caught out a lot. Yeah. Hey, cl- uh, hey, Bob, let me do your SEO for you. Um, you don't have to do anything; just pay fourteen hundred bucks a month. That should that should raise red flags. Yeah. Um, yes. Because you need to be involved, uh, yeah. and, and and you need to understand the strategy, the approach. Think about work with your SEO, developing a content strategy that's in line with your brand. And there's no mm-hmm. shortcuts. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's no elevator to success. You got to take the stairs, mate. Like. And the SEO now the value of a link has changed the game. Which the the whole the whole concept of the links alone says you can't do cheap SEO anymore. Because cheap SEO, what that will mean is is though a lot of unfortunately, um we've had a client that left us after a decade to do SEO with another company and thinking they can get it done cheaper, which is cool. I don't mind, good luck to you. But they were putting his links on what they call private blog networks. So what these agents these large agencies do, mm-hmm. small agencies can do them as well, right? There's mm-hmm. no it's no, no restriction. Uh it just it just means that what happens is they buy sites yeah. and then they build crappy content on them and then yeah. they link to back yeah. to the client with all the different keywords.
0: Yeah. I've I've, I've heard of this and it yeah it's just not really working anymore. Like it was back, you know, you know, it's it worked not- really well and now it's just like people want to read good content.
1: It's not that it doesn't work anymore. It can actually get you banned completely yeah, of off Google. Yeah, yeah. And Google did this 10 years ago with BMW. BMW were doing some chunky SEO stuff. And I think it was just throwing their weight around from a Google perspective. But yeah. they basically wanted to send the message, if we can do it to BMW, we'll do it to anybody. Yeah, of course. I mean, this is yeah. probably, I think it was like back in like 2004 or whatever it was. It was a long time ago. But yeah. that was the message that it sent. Yeah, of course. Yeah. If we can, we can do it to anybody. So look, the... There's no shortcut to SEO and I would say do it yourself over doing cheap SEO.
0: Yeah, great. Yeah, thank you. I think um, a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs and business owners um, look at SEO and think it's really daunting and it is hard and understanding it is complex but, you know, like anything, you can learn it with time and just like really putting in in the time to educate yourself and you create like a lot of easy to understand content around SEO. Before I started working with you, I had no idea in terms of the, the different levels of SEO, you know, I knew the very basics and then, you know, reading and listening to the content that you've been producing and, you know, working alongside with you, it's, um, it's still like, it makes it simple. And I think, you know, today you've really made SEO, although it is complex, seem really achievable for people. So before we close out, I just want to know, yeah, like you said, some of the tools you mentioned, one that, um, people can use to help improve their seo
1: well i would definitely like the two that i would probably based on this call and i think it would be a good balance between the technical seo which is a lot to do with the on-page stuff there's a site called Mm Sitebulb.com. um this is pretty good it gives you all the insights and the easy to read recommendations um uh, i like to use a, another program called screaming frog but it was it's it's really it's pretty advanced but yep. it crawls a website it looks for problems yeah it's i probably if i was a if i was a business owner that wasn't going to employ an seo do it themselves probably you prefer to use something like site Bulb, i think yeah um depending on the depending on the size of the site and i would probably use mention.com that would be the two tools um the, Try to balance. You can also use another program called SEMrush. And that's a pretty good tool for keyword research, which we didn't get into, which is a massive part of SEO. Figuring out what people are searching for, right? Yeah, of course. That's sort of the game. Um, Working out what the the audience is asking. So there's um, SEMrush.com. Ahrefs.com is uh, one of my favorite tools. That gives you more analysis on who's linking to you. Yep. and give you a bit of insights into that and the free the other free uh tools that obviously yeah, are are must uh, google analytics and yes. search console
0: yeah cool well i know you've got some some content around um keywords and how to search for people searching so um i'll yeah. put a i'll put a link to that in the show notes because i know you've done a youtube video on it that um one that I worked on with you, so that makes it quite easy to understand how to find what people are searching for. So, yeah, I like- um, and I've, I've touched on this a couple of times in some of my my content, but I'll I'll link to that because I think obviously keywords is super important. I just quickly want to ask you then what do, what mm. are your you know around um, keyword stuffing? Can you just kind of explain <laughs> what not to do with this? Because I think um, it's still people aren't really sure, you know what. What it means to I
1: I, like, oh, I yeah. sense I, I <laughs> I'm, I'm sensing that people are asking you to 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 pack keywords in an article. Is that right? Is that yeah. what I'm sensing? Yeah
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought like
1: that's where you I knew that's where you're going. Look, keyword stuffing is dead, right? So anyone just just because you increase the amount of keyword density, again, it's a mindset game. Go back to the mindset of thinking about the user first. There's no point hiring someone like Mariah to write you a piece of content that is just written for a robot. This is, mm-hmm. this is, this is 2008 stuff. Now, should you include keywords? Should you, let's say you're it? let's say the keyword is emergency plumbing tips. Yeah. It makes sense for Mariah, which she will, is to include those sorts of keywords within the first top 100 words, okay. right? It, Google does look for that because the reason that that's important, as you know, is that you search your intent would be, I just want to read an article that is structured in a way that it's, that obviously there's a massive strategy around even how the content should be structured and laid out on a web page to keep people reading, to keep people engaged. Keyword yeah. stuffing is just completely off the deep end. So you want to write the content as best for the user, but even within that, Google does the reason that Google looks at finding those keywords within the top 100 words is because people are expecting to see those words when they first load up a web page. Yeah. Okay. But but if, word, but if an article is like a thousand words, two thousand words. You hire Mariah to to build you a piece of content that is going to bring the most amount of impact to your audience and generate engagement. Mm. Forget keyword density. Think engagement. Keyword mm. like like a two to three percent. Write content naturally for a uh, for um someone to 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 basically want to engage with the article and read the article and stay because google's going to look at also how long someone's staying on the website for so mm. when you are building a piece of content forget keyword smashing what you want to do if the article is about you know emergency plumbing tips include and include some images around you know maybe you if you're in a plumber um showing some job some showing some pictures where you've helped save a client you know in their situations or how you fix things show a youtube video embed them all so if, if you if Mariah writes you a two thousand word or a thousand or it, whatever it is, you can embed a lot of images mm-hmm. and embed a lot of video because then what Google looks at is how long did you stay on that website for yeah of course and and so then using user experience to try to get them to the next article that Mariah yep. has written for you right <laughs> not about Bob right so <laughs> so that's what I would be focusing on look as far as as far as writing content for robots, which a lot of the time is what keyword densities and stuffing is all about that's it's it's just you're wasting money and time. Yeah, yeah. It's already hard enough to write an engaging article the right way, but if you're thinking about it along those lines, well, then you, you're 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 running a race, but you're going in reverse,
0: not forward. Not yeah. To the finish line, yeah. Right? Of course. Yeah. Going
1: backwards, you might as well not write anything or create yeah. anything. Yeah. That of isn't course. about the customer first. And now with machine learning and artificial intelligence, which is our next conversation, that's just that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I there's nothing else to say. Like, <laughs> It's, it's a content, this is a game where it's all about, it's already a noisy world. Don't add your voice, which is just mumbling.
0: Yeah. It's course. already noisy, right? Yeah, so
1: yeah. it's already difficult enough to get seen in a very yeah. attention-seeking world that we live in.
0: <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, thanks for touching on that because I think, you know, in terms of, keywords everyone says i want these keywords and i know i I need to search for these keywords so you know just think about the user first before creating any piece of content so before sorry and then
1: so just quickly and then who might want to link to that article that's a part of getting it yeah great yeah
0: yeah Yeah. two two questions before you start creating content so before we go is there anything you want to add um around seo that you think will benefit I think we've touched on quite a lot and we've made it, you know, I think really easy to understand um, such a complex topic.
1: Honestly, I I think I pretty much have have drew it in that I I really want the takeaway for everyone to be, you know, UX user experience first, customer first, searcher intent first, then content marketing um, and in that sort of the importance of design. Obviously, the one thing I didn't touch on enough, I don't think, is the importance of how your website looks and feels on mobile. Yeah. Um, yeah. The majority of traffic. So so that's a big part of it. Use the tools that you have available. Feel free to ask me questions. A lot of people call me. They, 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 uh, what I liked about Howard, he was just up front. He just said, look, I can't afford your services, but can you still help me? I said, yeah. sure, no worries. Yeah. Right, at course. least he was up front, right? Yeah, so obviously. you can go around and ask questions. There's so much content on YouTube. There's so much content on podcasts around SEO. There's just an embarrassment of riches of of available content, um, but if as long as the takeaway today that your audience has, has 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 received is, I need to start thinking about what matters most to my customer. Yeah, and I've done my
0: job. Yeah, absolutely. So. Where can people find you? I know you do create some content, as you said, you need to do more, but um, yeah, I, do. Where, <laughs> I know you, do, you are quite active on social media. So do you want to just give your, your socials and your website a plug so people can find out more?
1: Yeah, um, it's amigadigital.com.au. If you land on that website, I actually have all my links to Instagram. It'd be easier because yeah. uh, Instagram, I think it's amigadigital.au. Um, but I, just go to the website, omegadigital.com.au. My email is au. if you have any questions. I'm more than happy to.
0: Yeah. Andrew, he insight. knows his stuff and he is more than happy to provide the answers. So thank you so much for joining. Um, no yeah, problem. I think it just really sums up SEO. It's, it's such a hard topic to talk about and I think it's quite daunting for people. Um, so thank you for sharing your insight.
1: No problem. My pleasure. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Mara. Thanks.